Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Today in Getting Real with the Housewives, the latest details on Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman's split. Louis is letting loose on Joe Gorga. Atlanta is back and we're breaking down the season 15 premiere, plus Sonia Richards-Ross dishes on Sheree's new man. Sheree is like the most beautiful woman, has so much to offer, yet she just, you know, there's always like a comma, like the guy comma, you know, dot, dot, dot. We got that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly Executive Producer, Mandy DeCamp. Welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives and welcome back, Atlanta. Oh, you know, it's pretty good. I'm pretty into it and I cannot wait to hear what Sonia has to say about Sheree's new man because I can only imagine what she has to say after watching that episode. Seriously, I'm happy. I have a lot to say about Sheree's new man. Seriously, a lot to say. Before we get into it all, like always, we wanted to see what you guys had to say about last week's show. RC4010 says, Teresa is unreasonable when holding on tight to a grudge and her double standards after a simple misunderstanding or disagreement. It's immature and she's crushing her younger brother's heart along with all the children. What mother does that to seven children? She's ripped it all apart and she should leave. Joe has begged her to move on, but she won't. Ignoring her true sister-in-law and praising the new ones is cruel. Shame on Teresa. Oof. Wonder what team they're on. I know, seriously. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Kikeva yeah. <laughs> uh, 750 says, give Teresa her own show so all her fans can watch. And leave us alone, please. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea, you know? Let Teresa fans go watch a spinoff. Yeah. Get her off the show. <laughs> that idea. I'm I'm actually, like, kind of okay with that as well. Like, yeah. it's surprising that, like, we haven't, like, thought about that because it just seems like... Everybody, you know, some so many people are divided about this. They want to see Melissa still on the show. They want to see Teresa, right. but something tells me they probably won't don't want to film together anymore. So right. I don't know. Maybe this is a solution. It, it becomes like Vanderpump Rules next season. Yes. Like we can't pretend like they're hanging out with Tom Sandoval and Raquel still. Exactly. So just like we can't pretend that Teresa and Melissa are going to be at the same events necessarily. Right. Um. So it becomes like when would they interact and how and how um, totally yeah. we'll see and then will says frank Catania needs to wean himself off of dolores paulie o'connell is now taking care of her and there is no way paulie is intimidated by him frank can't handle the fact that dolores is taken now and it's time for him to focus more on his girlfriend named Brittany. it feels like after watching this episode frank sort of comes to yeah. maybe um you know some resolution with all this and i don't know i guess i mean but he they haven't been married in forever so i don't know why he's still so hung up on this he's so hung up on it and yeah. lunch or dinner or whatever they all went to yeah. it's funny it's also like the girl Brittany's sitting there not saying a word i mean it was a little bit uncomfortable i feel 
<laughs> so uncomfortable. And the only thing she said is, when did you learn English? Yeah. <laughs> After he lives in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Samion says, not a fan of Brandy, but she's right. Why are they all so angry at Raquel when they've all cheated and there have been homewreckers? Sheena better hope the rumors aren't true about Raquel and Brock. Mm. Of course. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, yes, they have all cheated. It's been a messy web of um, relationships on that show, but it's in a new era now. Like everything is on social media, everything like it's, we're just consuming this all the time. So any new information, people are just like so obsessed with it rather than, you know, a few years ago, it wasn't really like this. It wasn't like an oversaturation. So I just feel like people just want more and can't get enough of it. Yeah, we love a good scandal. <laughs> it's it's so good. <laughs> so good. Well, speaking of scandals, let's get mm-hmm. into... I can't um, talk about this story. I'm so I sad. know. This is a, a split we did not see coming. Kim Zolciak and Croy oh. Beerman, they're headed for divorce. So yeah. she listed uh, April 30th as, as the date of separation and legal documents that were obtained by Us Weekly. As we know, they were married for 11 years, share six children together, two from uh, Kim's previous um, relationships, whom Croy actually adopted back in July of 2013. So according to the legal documents obtained by Us Weekly, Croy said that the marriage is irretrievably broken with no hope of a reconciliation. His documents state that the four children they share are in Croy's custody, and he is seeking the temporary and permanent sole legal and sole physical custody of their minor, minor children. He's also seeking spousal support. They are currently living together, and he is actually requesting to keep their Atlanta house and is asking she be restrained from coming onto the property, which is kind of crazy after she vacates the property. Yeah. Um, she, in her documents that were obtained by TMZ, she is seeking spousal support to and to legally restore her maiden name. So it seems like at the time that we are recording this, it seems like they both filed um, their own legal documents. So um, so it's still, you know, still kind of weaning through everything as of right now. We do know that they were in financial trouble as of recent. They were um, it was reported that their Atlanta home was back in foreclosure. Mm-hmm. They purchased this house back in 2012 for eight, um, almost nine hundred thousand dollars. And um, it was supposed to go into foreclosure. They're supposed to go to auction, but that was later canceled back in March. So yes, and then they were saying that they owe a million dollars in taxes and things like that. So they definitely have had some financial troubles, which probably put a huge strain on their relationship. I'm sure. Absolutely. I mean, I was shocked by this news. I really was. I mean, I would have expected this like right after they got married. You know, when they first got married, I was like, really? And then they lasted 11 years and like we've had them in our studio together. He loves her. I remember when they showed up, um, she won't take elevators. So I had to meet them in the lobby. Yeah. And we had to go through these like dark stairwells with no Mm -hmm. way out, um, which was scarier than an elevator to me, but whatever. Um, He made sure that she was taking the stairs because she won't take elevators. My point is they really loved each other. I thought, and I'm sure they did at some point. Um, Clearly not this week. No. And they had like, you know, a beautiful family together. It seemed like, you know, he, like we said, adopted um, her two other uh, children and, you know, they had children of, their own and you know then their young children too and you know it's hard that they're going to go through this 
We are going to see her on this upcoming season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I wonder if maybe she'll talk about any of her marriage woes or anything like that, or if this was relatively new because of all the financial strain that was going on in their relationship. But pretty sad. And I don't know, based on like him being like she has to vacate the premises, vacate their property. I hope this doesn't turn really ugly. It sounds like it's going that direction. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Are you shocked by this separation? Do you think there's any reconciliation possible in their future? I don't think so, judging by these filings. I know. Well, Andy Cohen spoke out on his radio show, too, saying that he was totally shocked by this. Did not see this coming. Texted them, you know, saying that they were she was sorry to hear about this because, you know, obviously the young children are involved. But, yeah, definitely a shock throughout um, Bravo Nation. Definitely. Well, Bethany Frankel had a lot to say about this, as she always does. Um, in a TikTok video she shared on Monday, May 8th, she said they've always been people who seem like they're spending more than they have. He's on a football salary. She's on a housewife salary. And they're spending like the effing planes going down. The thing is, you can't spend more than you make. She added, it's the old housewives model to get on the show. Make no money, spend, spend, logo, logo, car, car, house, house, bankruptcy, foreclosure, because you can't effing keep up. You're writing checks you can't cash. And it's gross. It's like, what's wrong with America? Uh, The former Bravo personality went on to address TMZ's report that the former couple owes $1.1 million in back taxes. And she said, pay the IRS. You got to effing pay. You want to play. You got to effing pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of F-bombs here. Um, Frankel told followers that everyone gets humbled real quick when the IRS, IRS gets involved. She said, these two are so perfect and we're so in love. And then when the shit goes sideways, you invited us in when it was going good and it looked like a fairy tale or you made us believe it was. Well, guess what? We're coming out with you too. So no one's going to effing respect your privacy at this time because there's no privacy at this time. I think I get particularly lit when people spend what they don't have. I'm not sure why she's yeah, I know overspending. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, she went on to note that her apartment was furnished by IKEA when she began her stint on New York Housewives in t- 2008. She said, "I didn't have it, so I didn't pretend I had it. I effing hate all show and no go. I hate fronting and stunting." She she loves a rind. Yeah, like. <laughs> Pay your effing bills. That's all I have to say. Pay your effing bills. I mean, she is heated about this. Very heated. Also speculating a lot, but yes, it does seem like a lot of this is financially driven um, towards their split. Yeah. I mean, how could it not? I mean, I can't imagine, you know, they were supposed to, their home was going to go in foreclosure. They were supposed to go to auction and, you know. I don't know, but I, who knows what was going on behind closed doors. But yeah, when you owe over a million dollars in yeah. back taxes, like that's, I'm sure um, the family dinners aren't so friendly. <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, there's no escaping the IRS. So no. you, you got to pay up. You got to pay uh, up. Well, actually, a few months ago, Star Magazine reported that saying that they dropped tens of thousands a night at a casino. That was typical for Kim and Croy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Croy's family voiced concern to him years ago, which led to a falling out. They mm-hmm. feared Kim was leading him down a bad path with her lavish lifestyle. He was never like that and always lived modestly despite making a large salary in the NFL. But it's Kim's way or no way. Yeah, I saw yeah. Um, yeah. floating around as well that um, the, an old clip, I think, from Don't Be Tardy is when they went to like a, a casino and she lost like $250,000 at a casino and like barely blinked an eye. And it's like, Maybe they did have a gambling problem. I don't know. We're all speculation, but yeah. neither one of them has spoke out. Um, Croy did change his bio on Instagram to read now my ring meant a thing. So I guess maybe that's his way of um, 
kind of releasing a statement. I don't know, but I'm sure in the next couple of days, weeks, months, we're going to have much more information on this and we'll bring it to you as we get it in. But let's shift gears and move on over to Jersey because Gia Judice revealed that Melissa Gorga blocked her on social media amid her aunt's feud with Teresa Judice. It's just so childish. Um, During the May 3rd episode of Teresa's Namaste Bitches podcast, Gia claimed she blocked me on my public account, my private account and my clothing line account. Can't even look at it. Um, she noted that the situation is weird and later revealed that she realized that Melissa, Melissa blocked her accounts and said, one day, I guess somebody told me she posted something about me. So I went on to go look and I was like, I'm blocked on everything. So I'm blocked from everything from her. I mean, why get the, I mean, Melissa had such a problem when kids were got involved on the show when Teresa was talking on the show. So why do you have so to true. block her on social media? That is so true. I mean, it seems a little hypocritical to me. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. This whole, like the fact that these daughters get so involved yes. like a little bit cringe every time. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's not like Gia is that young anymore. She's not. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's odd that she's like speaking publicly about her aunt. It just yeah. feels weird. Like it's one thing for Teresa and Melissa to feud or Teresa and her brother, but it's always strange to me when the kids get involved. It makes it a little bit like icky. It does. It totally does. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Caroline Manzo opened up about how she maintains her all natural figure. And she says the secret is very simple. Um, She's 61 years old, looks amazing. Um, She recently discussed her workout strategy on an episode of her YouTube series, Food, Love, and Chaos with Caroline Manzo. Did not know she had a YouTube series, to be honest. No, good for Um, Caroline. Everyone (laughs) seems to these days. A podcast, a YouTube series. Um, During a chat about cosmetic surgery, the former Bravo personality pointed to her body and told her guest, Isaac Mizrahi, this is all natural. Thank you so much. He of course, pressed how she got it. And she said, walking, really just walking. Um, The duo had been talking about the widespread use of injectables like Botox, with both saying they avoid them. She said, there's lots of lids for a lot of jars. Just go and be you. I'm afraid of it for one moment. I don't believe that any of that is good for you. When you're injecting it in your face, it's just craziness. Now, of course, she did previously reveal that she underwent a facelift. So I don't know. You're afraid of Botox. You got a facelift. Um, after losing weight in 2019, um, that was back uh, during her son Albie's podcast, Dear Albie. Um, she said, I just decided that I'm going to stop eating bread and pasta and meat and soda and cake and all that kind of stuff. I'm basically vegetarian, not completely, but basically. And since the beginning of January, I've lost nearly 20 pounds. But a side effect of the weight loss was loose skin around her neck. She said, it just freaked me out. It's not a matter of, you know, let me bring my youth back. No, I want to be the best version of me I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, her latest body comments come amid the widespread debate about the use of the Zembic. So I guess she was kind of being clear of that. Her, her yeah. method is just walking. So Just walking. I, they do say that walking is some of the best form of exercise. So, you know. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, she looks great. She, yeah. In her early 60s, looks couldn't look better. Yeah. I'd love to know what Caroline Manzo would have to say about what's going on in Jersey um, if she was on the show right now. Oh, God, it would be good. Yeah. Um, well, before we talk more about Jersey, we wanted to get into our real talk this week. And we chatted with um, Atlanta's Sonia Richards-Ross, who just on Sheree's new man. Take a look. You know, at this party, everybody gets introduced to Sheree's new man, Martel. What was your first impression of him? 
So, Christina, I have to be honest with you. I did not watch Martel's reality show. So I didn't know what all the fuss was about. I thought, hey, you know, he's a handsome guy. Like, everything was great. And then I was like, oh, this is the guy from Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, and so, you know, there were more layers to the story, which seems to always be the case with Sheree and her men. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you feel like she kind of always picks the wrong guys? Oh, my goodness. She knows how to pick them. You know, I don't know. Sheree is like the most beautiful woman, has so much to offer. Yet she just, you know, there's always like a comma, like the guy comma, you know, dot, dot, dot. Um, but I'll be very honest with you. Like the interactions I had with her and Martel were all great. I am rooting for Martel. I'm rooting for them. So we'll see how, you know, how far it goes. Definitely. Is she happy? Is that yes, true? she's definitely happy. Like compared to last season, she went through so much, so much with Tyrone and just, I hated seeing her like that. You know, she was sad a lot. And this season, I mean, she is glowing. Yes, she is. Do you feel like Martel was kind of playing her in the beginning? Or do you feel like he was actually genuine? You know, it's a good question. I, like I said, the very first time I had, I had dinner with them pretty early on, they were like holding hands. There were no cameras. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't get that energy at all from him that, you know, he was playing her. I felt like they really connected and really liked each other. And that's my experience throughout. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Season 15 of Atlanta is back. Yeah. Let's talk about Sheree and Martel. What do you think oh, about this um, BDE from Martel? Just no, Sheree, no. Run the other way. The fact that we're on episode one of this season and there are already multiple reports of him cheating or, you know, being with other women. But there was a point in the episode when she said that we're not doing labels. Mm. So I was kind of like, well, does that mean he can hook up with other people? But then she clearly made it like he can't. Right. Um, When one of the women came up to her and talked to her about it. So... uh, I don't know. What are you? Like, what What are they? What are you? And then also, like, you're sl- he slid into Kenya's DMs. Um, and when the, sh- the chef came over, he was wondering if they were having a threesome. Like, these are red flags. Like, you Huge. go from Tyrone that just got out of yeah, prison Tyrone. to this guy. He's just using you to get on the show. Uh, I'll say, right, like, as of this episode, I'm putting Martel slightly above Tyrone. Just because <laughs> he never showed up for that freaking lunch that we all wasted our time right. on. But, no. I mean, he has a good body. That was about it. Yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel bad for Sheree. I just feel like she really wants to find love and she's looking for it in all the wrong yeah. places. Totally. But like also, why long distance again? Can you yes. any guy in Atlanta? Yeah. Like, no. It's not going to work out. No, totally. It's it's not going to work out. And, you know, Kenya trying to be, did you feel like Kenya was trying to be a good friend and warn her about uh, Martel or was she just kind of stirring the pot a little bit? I would say she's probably stirring the pot a little bit because she went from like not wanting to tell her at all to totally telling her. So I don't know. <laughs> Kenya is such a great housewife though. Like oh, the yeah. one-liners that she comes out with, I'm so happy that she is back on our TV screens. She just yeah. brings joy. Um, yeah, and then um, Sonia did redeem herself by throwing a very lavish party without the party city decorations. Yeah. So she she told us in our interview she spent well over a hundred thousand dollars on this party. So it's um, I guess she redeemed herself. Yeah, I mean I would never spend that on a fortieth birthday party, but it did look like a fun party. So it did look like a fun party, but yeah, and then this Courtney and Candy going at it. I'm still like kind of confused like where this Courtney girl came from, but Candy was pissed. Oh, she was so 
pissed. I mean, I didn't see that big of a deal with it. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I just felt like Courtney was like, oh, like she was acting like she was within the same friend circles. It didn't seem like, but maybe Candy felt like she was like using her name or something like that. Um, But Candy's reaction was over the top. (laughs) Over the top, over the top. What did you think of Marlo and her life coach, you know, maybe trying to, uh, you know, uh, change her outlook on life? Seems like she's being a good aunt to the boys, but I don't know. I mean, I love their little taco night that they made for their auntie. I mean, it seems like she's doing a really good job mothering them for her sister. Um, you know, I think Marlo's starting the season off right. If anyone. Yeah, you know, I always I get to start the season with a life coach. It is. It really is. Yeah. And then um, circling back to Candy, it seems like she and Todd, maybe this is like a storyline for the season that, you know, she's just not making enough time for him and maybe he feels a little neglected. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, and this felt pretty real to me. Like yeah. when they showed the scene or the, you know, I don't, we're not supposed to call it scene, I guess. Right. Really, but, you know, the scene where they're all having dinner at her house and he's on his laptop doing like a table read for the movie. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a, I mean, maybe it was set up for the scene, right. but like, I feel like it's something that's actually happening and totally. between them. Yeah, it definitely seems like it. But I'm looking forward to the season. I think it's going to be a good one. A lot of drama. And some, like we said, some old faces return. Kim Zolciak is going to make an appearance. Cynthia Bailey. So yeah. it seems like um, a lot of housewives are coming back. So that'll be I'm, exciting. I'm curious to see if Kim's um, appearance tells anything about this separation. Right. No, definitely. Or if it sets the stage for a full Kim Zolciak return for, for housewives. Which she needs it. it. She I does. Mean, oh, she does. No, she does. Get, yeah. She needs to get that bag. Like, yeah. she's got to get some money. All right, let's move on over to Jersey. Kicking off, oh my God, Jen Fessler with these like celebrity bombshells. First, yeah. James Gandolfini. Now her mom and her aunt are like best oh, friends with funny. Barbara Streisand. I can't. I love that they're identical twins still dressing alike at 80 years old. My heart. I love them so much. They are fantastic. Yeah, that was yeah. such a great, a great scene. And she seems like she's she just, a fun family. I really love Jen Fessler. I hope she. Comes I love her. She adds like a lot of comedic relief. She's yeah. not really involved in any of the drama, so I'm a little curious. Like, will her character be, or will she be asked back next season? Yeah. Because she didn't add a whole lot of drama. No, she didn't. But she is funny. She is funny. She's very funny. I really, I enjoy it. <laughs> and then, like we kind of mentioned earlier, Paul, Polly, and Frankie, Frank Catania having this dinner, um, kind of figuring out where each other stands in this new family dynamic. They came to a good point, uh, place until uh, Frank, until Paulie said that he does, um, he has a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty shocking. Um, yeah. I felt like that was an odd place to reveal it, like in front of Dolores. And in front of her kids, like, too. Like telling her, I mean, unless I guess Dolores just knew. Yeah. Um, which she must have. Um, but it was a little bit odd. It was odd. It was odd because the kids were like, oh, okay, I guess yeah, mom's yeah. getting like engaged and nobody like, t- I don't know. It was, it was yeah. time and place, not the right time and place yeah. for that one. Um, and then, yeah, it's, but it seems like hopefully everybody gets along after all of this. And what did you make of Melissa not going to the rehearsal dinner? I have some thoughts on this. I mean, it's very odd. Obviously, you know, yeah. that if you're invited to a wedding, you are probably invited to a rehearsal dinner if you're family. However, you would also assume that you're in the bridal party. So exactly. Maybe she, it's safe to. I, I sort of get it. I sort of. Yeah, get I it. do too. I kind of get yeah. this one. I'm like, I don't. It's like if you don't have a role in the wedding, why do I have to go to the rehearsal dinner? I'm not what are you rehearsing? 
Yeah. So I, I did kind of understand that on her before. And like, you didn't ask me to be in the wedding. Why do I have to come go out of my way and, you know, be in the rehearsal to go to the rehearsal? I did understand that one. Yeah. Um, Danielle kind of having this, you know, struggling with uh, her brother again. And, you know, it feels like, and we spoke to her, she still doesn't have any type of relationship with her brother. And it doesn't seem like probably this being on the show is helping. No, it's kind of odd. Like when I was watching that scene, I actually went down the rabbit hole of like Googling them again, because I'm just like, oh. what is going on with this? Right. Why? Mm-hmm. It's a little strange. It's a little strange that the mother and dad have both spoken about it on the show now. And like, he hasn't been on the show. I mean, I guess that's his choice, but it's kind of odd that he's being talked about, but we never hear from him. We never right. see him. No, totally. And that kind of is like the ra- whole Rachel adoption thing, talking about like the, you know, the, uh, her stepson's mother and like, you never hear her side of the story that uh, we've talked about that plenty yeah. of times that that whole storyline just kind of irks me. It's yeah. Just yeah. me the wrong way. They're really keeping it going too. Clearly this yeah. is like her big storyline of the season and yeah. yeah, not my favorite one. Not my favorite. I did love Jen surprising her brother with the apartment. He just seems so oh, appreciative. Sweet. That was really sweet. I was like, that moment like made me think, okay, Jenny is maybe a nice person. Right. <laughs> Do I like her? Yeah. No. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it is, I mean, you, you know, these people are in a place of privilege. I'm sure they're making, you know, good money being housewives, appearances, all the other things. And it's nice that they can give back to their family. And, yeah. you know, it seems like uh, they really needed it. So good for them. Yeah. But oh my God, you know, we got it. Louis versus Joe. Like, we're not talking about the elephant in the room. <laughs> I mean, this like, is- <laughs> he is like, he is unhinged. Like, he is really mad, really mad. Different shades of red. Like, right. In your shirt right now and right. it's a different side of louis that we've all been waiting for i think yeah. i think yes you're so right he's tried to like keep this together and try to be like cool calm collected louis and something is about to snap with him and he is going to lose it and i'm still like, kind of confused as like why they're so what mad like it's it? the pizza gate i think is it's it? pizza oven. yeah right pizza oven yeah whatever yeah. like it's just and for him just saying like he's so mad because he called Teresa miserable. Like that's not something to be like, I don't want you to come to my wedding for that. Like I think it's pizza oven and the money that he lost. Yes. I think so too. And that's what I think is the root of it. And I think he doesn't want to say that like he's that affected by money or something or the loss. Um, that's my theory. I don't know for a fact that I think they're not talking about it and there's got to be a real reason besides just calling Teresa miserable or whatever. Right. It's, it really doesn't make much sense at all. And, but it was an interesting point that, you know, even Joe Judice like called Louie and was like, Joe Gorga is going to make your life miserable. And it's like, yeah. it, it, is it, could Teresa date anybody and he would still like hate them? Like, is it just like, he doesn't want to see his sister happy. Like I'm just yeah. confused as to why he has such problems with the the men in her life. It's, I mean, they're not the I mean, easiest to get along with either, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like, in what world did Joe Gorga think it was a good idea to go into business right. with Teresa's fiance. Right. Like mm-hmm. just keep business and family separate. You guys yeah. have tried so many things in the past. Like it doesn't work out. No, you, no, it's so true. I mean, most people couldn't have a business with their brother or sister. 
Definitely not the Gorgas and Judices. No. Yeah. It's like, you know, your relationship is rocky to begin with. Like, it's probably not the best idea. No. I don't know. But I do like, I do have to say, Louis, I mean, from what we saw, he has tried hard to kind of keep the peace for a while. Like, you know, but he, but I guess at this point, he's like, Screw it. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for next episode. It's going to be oh, good. Yeah. They yeah. said the finale was the best. And I think that this is really going to deliver. Yeah. And it's weird that we don't see the wedding on the finale, but I guess that's because they're doing the wedding special. Right. Yes. So yeah, they're doing the wedding, I guess. And the wedding special airs right after the, the reunion wraps up. So we have okay. next so we week's have episode. The reunion first. Interesting. Yes. We have the, I think we have the reunion first and then, yeah. And then um, I believe so. I don't know. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but we'll, we'll, oh, we'll have oh, answers in a couple of weeks yes we will have answers we will be here and we will recap it every single step of the way all right well let's get into our social spotlight of the week mine went to lala kent because she had some thoughts on kim and croy's um divorce so take a look i just saw the news about croy beerman and kim getting divorced and i have to say so devastating right never like to see that especially kids being involved makes me sad flip side it just puts another cosign on what i want in my life yeah uh, she learned she still doesn't want to have a partner <laughs> <laughs> i love lala i, I mean, love lala has just become this season like she just tells it like it is she is not afraid to say whatever she wants and um I almost feel like she's like an Andy Cohen Jr. Like she could host a reunion in the future. Totally. Oh, she could handle her own. Definitely. What about you? Andy Cohen. Um, Mine goes to Andy Cohen. He posted a story of his bestie, John Mayer, who I'm in love with. Um, Just said dinner date or date night rather. Um, He he posted it with the song Mariah Carey's Dream Lover. Um, (laughs) I'm jealous of their friendship. And I just like if I walked into a New York City restaurant and saw Andy Cohen having dinner with John Mayer, I would be like, this is heaven. I went to heaven. Can I pull up a chair? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It really would be. What a fun, what a fun date night. John Mayer. Love it. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Let us know what you think about Sheree's new man in the comments. Again, once again, what do you think about Louie and Joe going at it? Lots to talk about. So keep yeah. commenting, keep subscribing, and we'll see you guys next week.